0: From the smallest room in New York City Comes a show that gives you a reason to live uh, I, I'm going to tell this story In a little bit greater depth uh, In in, uh, in a time to come But I want to mention this uh, this I guess you would call her a judge Yeah, she's a judge, a Manhattan judge She uh, she set free An alleged looter Charged with bashing a cop's head open With a glass bong Swiped uh. amid violent protest Uh, that happened this past weekend. It's the second time that that this woman, her name's Lori Peterson, overruled prosecutors and uh, released a defendant without bail. In the earlier case, the guy that she let out did a couple of, uh, well, it calls them unprovoked slashings by the psycho who got sprung. Now, I don't know what a provoked slashing, like, oh, that was (laughs) self-defense. Those those teenage girls were going to get me. Uh, But yeah, so how about about this... um, this, would, you, would you consider that an activist uh, type of a judge?
1: That sounds like it. I, I mean, I, so I wasn't familiar with this exact case, but gosh, she let somebody out on no bail who had slashed the face, the head of a police officer?
0: He hit him with a bong.
1: Hit him with a bong. With
0: a bong. He hit him with a bong. With a bong. Yeah. Uh, the, the way it happened was it was it was during this, uh, you know, one of these, um, you know, looting sprees, right? And so, like, a right. uh, guy's name's Kevin Bullock. He's 22 years old. And he was among thieves that cops saw ransacking a smoke shop in the corner of uh, Walker and Baxter streets in Manhattan. Uh, and, uh, Cop grabbed one of the crooks. That was him. By the way, he's got twenty three prior arrests. At twenty two.
1: No kidding. Yeah, at twenty two.
0: Not bad. Twenty
1: three prior arrests. Yeah, uh,
0: he's you know he, he I got he's an active uh, fellow there. He's a, <laughs> he maybe
1: that's pretty active.
0: He hit the officer in the back of the head with a bong stolen from the story. Then he shoved the cop, ran away. Cop had a bloody gash, a concussion. He's uh he spent a few days. He's on limited duty still. Uh, it took him a little while to recover. You know, they got everything on video, so they went to his apartment. He lives in Brooklyn, and uh, he tried to, you know, when they, when they uh, came to get him, <laughs> jumped out the window, tried to run away, didn't want to be arrested, knew what they were there for, charged with four counts, assault on a police officer, attempted, attempted assault as well as assault uh, with a weapon and burglary. So, uh, and it's a strong case. According to a law enforcement source, he says the strong case with clear video evidence and he faces state prison time if convicted of these violent felonies. So um, his opinion uh, based on that is that bail was the least restrictive means to ensure his return to court. He doesn't come back to court until September 11th.
1: Oh my God! He's got the whole summer off.
0: He's got the whole summer off, and to uh, escape, to get away forever. I mean, can you imagine? If I was going to be maybe facing that kind of state time, you know, it might be a good time to just relocate and see if you, you know, see see how long it takes them to uh, catch up with you in Oklahoma or something like that. Really. Why not? You know, why not make a run for it? Would you would you hang around for those charges?
1: Oh, me? No way. I would feel like I'd love this judge and I'd say this is my ticket out. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm I'm heading west for the summer, baby.
0: Surely that's what she intends. I mean, like uh, it's uh, everybody's scratching their head about it. The source here, yeah, a cop who worked in Manhattan. He said I guess they really want to do away with cops and let the criminals run wild.
1: I mean, unfortunately, <laughs> gosh, I mean, yeah, it seems like that's the direction we're heading in the short term anyway. Mm-hmm. I mean, come on, the mayor's wife, she said that would be a, a utopia, a nirvana, if that happened.
0: Wasn't that a strange thing that she said? Yeah, uh, a, a world with no NYPD, and she said, which we are nowhere near, but that would be nirvana. Utopia. I
1: mean, was she, was she high when she said that? I don't... She's
0: high when she says everything, you know? I mean, she's... <laughs> She's uh, as far as I know, uh, she's. Uh, In what I...
1: reality is a is a world without policing a nirvana? I guess if you're if you're the criminal, then yeah,
0: yeah. That's the only perspective that I can that I can see. I mean, it's as if they really do believe they really do believe that it's all the cops' fault. All this crime, everything that happens, is all the the uh, the police. I. I it's it's such a uh, it's such a victimized point of view, I guess, but it's also just so uh, patently ridiculous, you know, like that the cops are like oh, the, are, are out there causing all the crime.
1: <laughs> Look, I I was listening to um, the former chief of police of uh, of not Minneapolis, I think it was Milwaukee. Guy who's been a he was retired, and he's been going on various radio and television shows. You know, he's worked as a cop and then a chief for, for 30 years. And he said in his whole career, he's never gotten a call from the community to say, you know what, we want less police presence. Could you take some of your police out? Never, never what? It's always, can you send more? Can you send more police? Whether it's in the high crime neighborhoods or not. But he just thinks this, is, this has to pass, that it's ludicrous and nobody nobody wants it no law-abiding citizen really wants this
0: i don't think so i think it's a very vocal minority that's demanding that all these police departments be shut down and uh i i think they want to put something back in their place uh they want to have like some kind of they want to have communities be free to just come up with their own things to to do crime you know to handle all these things their own little mini criminal justice systems you know that then, I um, guess
1: so, but it'll end up being the same thing.
0: Well, I mean, even if you best, look
1: at this Chaz, right? I mean, yeah, they, they put up their own walls. They have their own armed forces. Like, you know, they're starting from scratch and coming up with all the same ideas that we already have in play. There's nothing original. The,
0: yeah. Yeah, you're right. And that would be best case scenario is if they just emulated the current society, you know, but... uh,
1: And and hey, if they came up with something original that we've never thought of, then great. It's been a great experiment. I'm waiting for that.
0: Sure, I am too. Come up with something. Whatever it is that they're doing there. They're they're way off base with everything. To see it covered, you think it's a block party, you know, but I got to know better than that. There's a lot of... um, stuff happening there that's uh we'll talk about that more on on crime report on compound it's it's a better venue for that kind of thing being outside of new york but you know it's chop now by the way and not Chaz. what is they, it they changed the name to chop chop is still capitol hill uh organized protest oh. some people are oh, saying occupy protest but it's organized protest Organ- and uh yeah okay and the reason for that is because i'm sure an, an attorney spoke to somebody and said you guys, you know, are facing some pretty serious federal charges here for, you know, starting your own fucking country in the middle of Seattle. <laughs> and, and the, the guys uh, who uh, in, the, in the video who were denying it are really amusing, too. They're like, oh, that had, I don't know who those people were that named it. We don't know anything about that. We just, you know, look, we're Black Lives Matter. And I guess it's, you know, probably taking some of the wind out of Antifa's sails, you know, out there. Let's talk about, uh, you know, something related to the police. How, and I think I have a video of this right here that I want to show you. Uh, I don't know if you've seen this or not. Ugh. Okay, you see this now, right? Yeah. Okay. Those are some uh, some protesters.
1: Somebody call the police. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so yeah, people can't see that he, The guy gets out he, well, he had passed these protesters They had thrown some things You know, Adam yelled at him a little bit This crazy guy gets out with a Wolverine glove on And starts chasing him around <laughs> He he, okay. he he did that's the scariest thing that like when you're when you're just doing any kind of thing fucking around with cars or anything and they stop and actually turn around to deal with you you're like oh no and
1: uh,
0: <laughs> the guy comes back he is not happy that guy right there is you know of course that's just exactly what you want to see is somebody get out with a with a big Freddy Krueger like glove which he obviously <laughs> made it himself at home or something uh, that guy right there is. Um, Frank Cavaluzzi, fifty-four years old, looks sixty-nine. Hopped out of his car, four-bladed weapon fixed to his arm, and uh, they fled in haste. But, but I guess the point I was making is: Did you hear what they said right at the beginning? Did you hear what one of, the, hear. one of the one of the one of the girls right at the beginning? Uh, uh, Somebody call the police! Dude. The what
1: she said? Somebody call the police! Dude. Somebody call the police! Dude. The call the
0: police! She said. <laughs> yeah, call the police right away. Uh... <laughs> first thing that they think of is to call the police as it you know was when they pulled the statue down on themselves i guess in richmond you know cracked the guy's head open uh ah. the guy's in critical condition if he's not dead by now whoever that statue was of is happy just to take one more of these jackasses out you know like even in death <laughs> and the police have to come and straighten it up you know they're the ones who have to come in and, and, and deal with it and, and it's right the the subtext to that you know, knowing that that's in place. So we got, Oh, the, we'll just see you if know, the cops are always uh, the authority here. And when we, if we fuck everything up, then the cops will come and save us. And, right. uh, you know, that's the deal. So right. I don't know. It, it, it the, the strength of their convictions, I guess would be a little bit too much to ask. <laughs> you know what I mean? That would be too much. Uh, could, uh, now this guy obviously is in violation of the law. He turned himself in. Cause you know, the he heard. Guy? Yeah. The old guy, the older guy,
1: okay. the old guy you who chased him. In?
0: yeah well you see I what did he like, turn
1: himself in for well i you know
0: being awesome i guess but um
1: okay
0: no you can't i guess you know menacing or you know uh, threatening these kids with a weapon or whatever
1: oh yeah oh, a weapon okay. i didn't see him holding anything
0: on Clif- the cliftonville street overpass in whitestone whitestone's a beautiful neighborhood by the way uh Yeah, he accusing accusing protesters throwing things. uh, It says the protest was peaceful. That doesn't really matter. Um, They say he, he, you know, he. Oh, it tried to run them down. They they claim once he jumped back in, he made a crazy U turn, parked in front of them, and started chasing them with his four knife weapon. After that, he got back into his car and got on the sidewalk, stepped on the gas pedal, started chasing those kids with the intent of running them over. That seems doubtful to me. I don't think he was trying to run any teenagers over. This guy has had a lot of brushes with the law in the past too. Um, so it's okay. it's not it's not yeah, as you can imagine. You know what I mean? Like no, nobody who who owns his own yeah four knife glove there is somebody who has never ever uh, run afoul of, of the law. I think he assaulted an officer one time even. So oh. he's, he's he's not exactly Mister Law and Order, but you know he he what? knows he knows what he hates. I guess.
1: Okay. As we all do. Right.
0: Yeah. So good for him. Good for him. The charges he faces, by the way reckless endangerment, menacing, and weapon possession. I got pretty close. Well,
1: hopefully he gets the same judge as the 22-year-olds in the last case.
0: Ha, ah, right. Yeah, no bail, right? <laughs> of course. Of course. <laughs> well, he's a lot less of a flight risk. That's for sure. You know, he's established in the community and everything. Here's one yeah, comment.
1: Yeah, she's a great judge. There's only
0: one comment on this. It says, it'd be better if you had the bit of video at the beginning showing these kids shucking bricks and bottles at the passing cars to give the video proper context. I'm not saying he was right. But if you're going to vilify him, surely uh, the kids should be too. I guess huh. that seems reasonable if that's what happened. And that's always funny when you when you come upon one of these sites, stories there, and there's one comment, just one person. <laughs> Nobody even wanted to argue with that person. <laughs> Usually, it gets out of hand a lot more quickly. Yeah, you know and what it's I mean?
1: weird when you just get one comment and then it never escalates into anything, and that one comment is just left hanging.
0: An upstate woman and two Brooklyn lawyers were indicted on federal explosives and arson charges. So the post calls them the Molotov three, uh, for, uh, you know, it says allegedly tossing Molotov cocktails at NYPD vehicles, but, uh, it was a little more serious than that. Samantha Shader, 27 a Catskill, accused of hurling a makeshift explosive at an NYPD vehicle occupied by four officers and, uh, yeah, she also bit one of the officer's legs when she was being taken into custody. And you know, the other two are these attorneys, uh, 31 and 32, Uruge Rahman and a calling Ford Mattis. He was driving the getaway car, accused of to- it says tossing their own Molotov cocktail at an unoccupied vehicle in Brooklyn during a separate attack. They're downplaying that because every other version of the story has said they, they put, threw it into the car, which they did. And I wouldn't point it out at all. It's just that it says it several times in the story and it's, uh, it's not the same thing to throw, to toss a Molotov cocktail at a police vehicle and to intentionally, you know, throw it into the window of it. Even if, even if it's unoccupied, I, I think that there is a
2: difference. I, I, it's a, it's a, it's a distinction without much of a difference as far as I'm concerned.
0: Maybe there isn't a big difference, but I think if you say they tossed a Molotov oh, cocktail at it, oh, right. then you think like maybe they, maybe they missed, you know, maybe it didn't even hit the vehicle, mm. but, but, you know, inside it's definitely in well, there. Well, it doesn't no. matter they, too they all, much. Anyway.
2: It doesn't matter too much. You know, I, I did you see the interview, the, the lawyer, like an hour before she did it? What's her name? Manju or Mons Aruj. Ruse, Robin. Yeah. She was interviewed like an hour before she did it. Someone was talking like you know, somebody was like, oh, so what's going on? And she's just saying, look, we have to stop it. And the only thing, we have to oppose them with violence because that's the only language they understand. The masters, <laughs> we need to use the masters tools against them. And so basically she was completely laying out this whole theoretical justification for what she was about to do. So in a trial, they can't be like her defense can't be like, Oh, well it was just a spur of the moment thing. No, she was playing. I mean, she's fucked. I mean, well, they
0: had, they had the materials in the the van to, you know, you know, the, yeah. to make them yeah. to, as I mean, well. So yeah. But giving it a political motive like that, does that make it a, it makes it a federal thing. Cause I think the federal, yeah, uh, the like Feds took this
2: over. Yeah. But the other thing is, yeah. I mean, I honestly, I suspect they'll probably just get off like with like, I don't know, some like a fine or something probably given how these things always wind up.
0: Probably, But
2: probably um, she could wind up, you know, in, uh, florence adx like some supermax or something they might have
0: well it could be for life faces life. they all face life in prison uh use of explosives arson uh use of explosives to commit a felony arson conspiracy use of destructive device civil disorder making or possessing a destructive device yeah those are all real serious what do you want
2: to bet they're gonna get so so much like they're gonna get like a like some hotshot lawyer. There's going to be all kinds of national lawyer guild people defending them and people advocating oh. for their release. It's going to be like a whole, like remember at the inauguration, all these an- a- anarchists like rioted in, in um, DC and they were smashing stuff and burning stuff. Yeah. Not one of them did to day. They all got, they all walked their cases all got dismissed. Wow.
0: Yeah. Cause they were on the right team and, and they are too even though they're doing this, I mean, this is a lot more serious than smashing a Starbucks window and they will. Yeah. I mean, I can, I can see the crowds outside now, you know, demanding uh, justice for a Why
2: are they outside (laughs) your house demanding justice for her?
0: No, 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 not my house, the courthouse. Oh, I
2: thought you said you could see them outside. I thought you were like No,
0: like I can, no, I can imagine them, you know, showing up, uh, you oh, know, during Oh,
2: Christ. That, thank God because I thought shit, what are they coming for Yeah, you I wouldn't for?
0: I wouldn't uh I wouldn't tolerate that. I'd step out onto my stoop
2: and say, hey, "Listen you assholes." <laughs> kind of like um Gregory Peck in To Kill a Mockingbird. You'd go out and be like, "You The famous To Kill a Mockingbird <laughs> listen
0: you assholes speech. <laughs> Doesn't, isn't there a scene like that? <laughs> whatever, whatever. Probably. yeah. Uh, he shames everybody. I mean that, that, that that's all that's all about shame. All right, well there's many more stories to cover, but too little time. Thanks uh, for hanging, Seth. I yeah, appreciate no problem. it. Pleasure. I'll talk to you later. Thank you for listening to New York City Crime Report.